One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Cara, acne can be tough. Whether your kid is just starting to get breakouts or has been struggling with them for years, there's a great product that can help. Phyla is the ultimate game changer. It tackles acne right at its root cause, rebalancing the skin's bacteria and packing it with probiotic phages. Phyla harnesses the superpowers of probiotics, tiny warriors targeting and wiping out the acne-causing bacteria. In studies, Phyla slashed acne-causing bacteria by a whopping 90%. Phyla doesn't just fix acne you can see. It stops new breakouts in their tracks. It has no harsh chemicals and won't irritate or dry most skin. Phyla's three-step system is like a dermatologist-approved magic potion. Cleanse, apply serum, and moisturize twice a day. As a special treat for our listeners, you can grab 25% off your first order of Phyla. Head over to phylabiotics.com, enter code PUBERTY at checkout, and kickstart your family's journey to acne-free skin. Check out the link in our show notes for quick access. Hi, I'm Cara Natterson. And I'm Vanessa Cole bennett Each week, we dive into the what and how of raising kids through puberty, that roller coaster of physical and emotional shifts for kids and parents alike. Combining reliable science and relatable parenting strategies, we will all learn about, laugh about, and yes, maybe even cry about adolescence, ours and theirs. Hi, Cara. Hi, Vanessa. Can you hear I'm still sick? I can hear that you are still sick and... That is what is inspiring this week's Now What? The answer to Now What? is I'm still sick. Now What? Cara is still sick. And for those of you who haven't picked up on this fact while listening to 100 episodes of the Puberty Podcast, Cara is a very high energy person. (laughs) And it's... I have um, a friend who said my logo, my slogan should be just did it, like Nike, just do it. I'm the swoosh and I should be just did it. I love just her like, for that. Check, check it off the list. Check it off. She's also a zero inbox person, which I am not. So Cara is sick, still sick. And I have had my wonderful in-laws here with me this past week while celebrating Passover. And so today's episode, and I'm going to let Cara open it from her perspective, is about balance or the attempt to find balance and the attempt to care for ourselves as we care for many, many other people in our lives. So Car, just like get us started. Well, I mean, when I was practicing pediatrics, the line I would utter more often than any other line was, put your own life vest on first, right? I mean, that's what they teach you in airplane safety lessons. Mm -hmm. I don't really act them out anymore at the beginning. That was another marker of what puberty used to be. But, you know, it was always like put your own life vest or your own oxygen mask on first because you can't help other people unless you help yourself. And I used to preach 
preach, preach, preach to parents that that was the right thing to do. And then promptly come home and not do it myself, mm-hmm. right? Because advice is so much easier to give than to receive. So now, you know, all these years later with older kids, um, with the shifting family structure, I think, you know, we all sit patiently waiting for everything to get easier and it doesn't, it gets different. And so we had our first run of COVID in our house two weeks ago. And, you know, we are all just did it people in our house. My husband, also a physician, was going for a run on day two of COVID because he wanted to. He said, I know what the data is and I know what the safety data is and I, I'm i going to feel better. And he's a devout exerciser. That turned out to be not the best move. He learned that lesson, right? So what he would tell his patients, he did not necessarily do. And then and, and I did also, you know, as the non-physician in the conversation, Dr. Vanessa, Dr. Vanessa spelled D-O-K-T-E-R. I was like, that's a terrible idea. No one should be working out in your house. Of course, I was ignored because I'm not a doctor. I'm just right. a deeply but practical person. Turns out you were right. I and was course, right. I, I was telling him that too. So we've all sort of gone through COVID and got past it, which is great. But the secondary kick in the pants for me has been this raging sinus infection. You don't all need to know my my course through illness, except to say that Every episode over the past two weeks, I have been very congested. Even the little intro at the top where we ask for reviews and ratings, by the way, we would love reviews and ratings. Um, (laughs) I sound congested in that. And it is because, partly because I just, you know, I'm older and I'm getting better in my own way and my immune system is doing what my immune system is doing. But certainly partly because I've been on these podcasts every week. And when we're not podcasting, Vanessa, you and I are doing a million and one other things to help grow and build our company. And I have not put on my oxygen mask. I have not done the thing that I tell everyone to do, which is to take a break and relax and take care of myself. And so I think that's the, the gist of this is sort of a reminder as you and I are both going through it. Now you can tell your version, which has nothing to do with illness, but it's a version. It's, you know, how do you care for yourself and why is it important for the adults in this equation to care for themselves and not just focus, focus, focus on everyone else? Do you or someone you love have smelly feet? Well, this is for you. We made magical socks. We did. The magic is zinc. With zinc around, bacteria cannot grow. And if bacteria cannot grow, well, then there are no bacteria to eat the sweat. And if there's no bacteria to eat the sweat, then there's no off-gassing. And if there's no off-gassing, then there's no smell. That's how umsocks work. Check out the link in our show notes or go to myumla.com. Kara, lately I have been lying awake at night. I'm physically exhausted, but I can't sleep because my mind is so wired with everything going on between work and my family. So I've added magnesium breakthrough to my nightly routine and it actually helps calm my mind. It helps me get better sleep and I wake up feeling better rested. I'm less cranky and I'm more patient with my family and with you. Oh, I've noticed. 
<laughs> and it's because unlike other magnesium supplements that might give one or two formulations of magnesium, Magnesium Breakthrough has seven. That's why you're sleeping so well and waking up refreshed. Now, dietary supplementation is always best, Vanessa. So that means eating your minerals and vitamins is the best way to get them in. But if you can't or you don't get enough, Magnesium Breakthrough is the way to go. It can also help digestion, though too much helps your digestion too much, which is not a good thing. It can support muscle recovery. So bye-bye, Charlie Horses. And it helps build dense bones, which is especially important for women approaching and in menopause. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can go to buyoptimizers.com slash puberty, B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com slash puberty. And you can use the code PUBERTY10 during checkout to save 10%. That promo code is PUBERTY10 at buyoptimizers.com slash puberty. Your body and brain and family and business partner will thank you. Vanessa, we literally have three minutes to eat lunch every day. I am not joking. And the challenge is how to make it delicious and healthy and still fit into that tiny window. Our answer is factors ready to eat meals. They have been a godsend. We throw our factor meals in the microwave. It takes two minutes and out comes a gorgeous, fresh, never frozen meal. We both love the tamale vegetarian one. It's delish. There's a ton of options every week. There's 60 add-ons, breakfast, snacks, beverages. I love doing the wellness shots with my kids. They think it's hilarious. And I know they're getting vitamins and minerals in their bodies. So get meals on your table or at your desk in two minutes or less. Factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. You can customize with flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and you can press pause or reschedule depending upon your lifestyle. So to order, go to factormeals.com slash puberty50 and use the code puberty50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That code is puberty50 at factormeals.com slash puberty50 to get 50% off your first box, 20% off your next box. And I am going to go do that right now because I need more factor meals in my refrigerator. Cara, my kids love Magic Spoon cereal. And even though it's cereal, they actually love it as a homework snack. The variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. And fruity is the favorite flavor in my house. Now, this pack has zero grams of sugar, between 13 and 14 grams of protein, and between four and five grams of net carbs per serving. It's made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and it's high in protein, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So a great choice, Vanessa. You can go to magicspoon.com slash puberty to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our, you guessed it, promo code puberty at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident you're going to love their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. They do not want you to send their cereal back to them. Try a bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash puberty and use the code puberty to save $5. I think the first trick is to 
learn to ask for help. And help may take many different forms. So Cara, your version of help may be, hey, Vanessa, can you just like help me remember that I'm sick and that I need to end my day a little bit earlier and I need to start my day a little bit later than I normally do? And can you just like help me from my nature of wanting to go, 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 right? So that would be an example. And lo and behold, Cara actually did take a nap for the first time in 51 years this week, which is amazing. Thank you for rounding down my age. (laughs) So I think there's one version of asking for help. For me, for those of you who don't celebrate Passover, which is the Jewish holiday of spring and matzah, it requires an inordinate amount of preparation in the home. If you observe Passover to, you know, the nth degree of the law, you change over your dishes, you remove all bread and pasta products from your house, you clean out all your your oven and your refrigerator, you make food that doesn't contain a variety of ingredients. It is an enormous amount of work. And and that's before your in-laws arrive. And that's before your in-laws arrive. And I love my in-laws and I want them to feel respected and cared for. And so the past week has been a week of domestic labor, emotional labor, celebration with my kids and my family, and exhaustion. I mean, just bone deep exhaustion because on top of it all, we are trying to keep working because we want to keep offering up the world the content that we believe is so important to help build healthy, happy families. And yet, one of us is decidedly not healthy. And I had a moment of absolutely losing my SHIT to some members of my family when I asked for help. I can tell that your family's in town because you're spelling your bad words. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, I'm actually hoping that people might listen to this episode with their kids. People who are having trouble finding balance might listen to this with their kids Because maybe we're expressing some stuff that people are feeling, but are having trouble articulating to their loved ones. And so I asked for help, but then I wanted the help delivered in exactly the way at exactly the moment that I wanted the help delivered, which is why Cara and I are... Did did you also want everyone to read your mind about exactly how that help would appear? Yeah, I like that too. And then I edited their responses to suit my grammatical and tone preferences. And I really lost it. And I lost it to my husband and my kid in front of my mother-in-law. And like... It was telling to me after I had just dropped another kid off, dropped my oldest off at the airport on the way to go back to school. So you can imagine the emotional state that I was in. So I asked for help, but I didn't do it in the best way. So it's not only about asking for help. It's also about understanding that there is help on the way, but they're going to do it the way they can do it and in the time frame that they can do it and that we have to be a little bit patient, even though we know that when we get asked for help, we drop everything. We help immediately. We do it as best as we possibly, possibly can. And it's frustrating. Or that's our perception of it. I mean, I think the lesson that I learned in all this... (laughs) You mean we're not... Right. We're not perfect 
responders. Right. So in our worldview, we're stopping everything to do for others. I think in their worldview, they're also stopping everything to do for us when we make the request. So I think one of the the nuggets that I want to get out of this episode is that we joke about everyone reading our mind about what we want to need, but the entire through line of everything we do is about communication. And it doesn't have to be verbal, but it has to be communicated clearly. So it can be written, it can be texted, it can be, so long as it's done in a nice and respectful way, if you tell people what you need, then they're able to tell you if they can or can't deliver on that thing. And then they're able to do it. And usually, so what what I will sometimes say to my family is, what I need is for you to know what I need. Right. <laughs> That's the frustration is that I feel like I anticipate everyone else's needs and I don't necessarily. And through this two-week episode, one of the things that's happened is I'm coming to uh, New York next week and I'm going to be with Vanessa working like crazy. And of course, I'm so excited about that because we Zoom all day, every day. And being in person is, you know, a hundred times more fun and productive and silly. And of course, with a kid who lives closer to Vanessa than she lives to me, I tacked on a day to go visit my daughter and see her. And it took me until this morning to acknowledge that I actually have to get better enough for one more day to get on an airplane, that if I was the doctor in the scenario, I would never let my patient get on the plane sounding the way I sound. And so I canceled the part visiting my daughter. And what I realized was she was trying to be there for me and I wasn't entirely letting her. Mm -hmm. I was I was trying to like barrel through so I could see her. And finally, when I canceled, she was like, mom, it's great. Don't worry. Let's figure it out. Maybe you can come on the back end. Maybe we can just talk on the phone. You know, she was so supportive. And so sometimes as parents in particular, we don't just not communicate what our needs are. We get in the way of other people trying to help us. We will sometimes obstruct that process. And that is the lesson I want to take from the last couple of weeks, which is everyone around me wanted me to feel and get better, but I wasn't letting them Mm -hmm. as much as I should have. And I want to explore that concept of kind of the worry about letting our families down, letting our kids down and holding on to the kind of the original plan or the original idea of how things are going to go. I'm not sure it was a huge letdown that I didn't show up on a Saturday night at college. Like, I mean, for me, it was a huge letdown. But it was a huge letdown for you. And also, as my wise oldest child says, mom, I can be having a great time at college and also really miss you. And I love seeing you. So we can assume that our kids don't want us there. However, I think they can have a blast and go out on a Saturday night in college and also really miss us and love us and want to see it. That's right. But the point that I was trying to get at is like, sometimes when we pivot, right, and we admit we can't do it all or we can't do it the way we originally had planned on, it serves a couple purposes. One is it shows our kids what it looks like to be flexible thinkers and That is a skill, as Tori Cordiano talked about, that's a skill that kids really need to develop. And that's really important for their executive functioning and let alone their ongoing relationships with other human beings. So I think it models for them a flexibility in in thinking and planning. The second thing that it does, and this is kind of where I wanted to go with this, is as our kids get older, 
there's so much they can contribute to us. There's so many ways they can help. There's so many ways they can support us. And as you said, Cara, we have to let them. And also it enriches our relationships. Like it's not just helpful, right? It's not just like, oh, well now the table is set or now... That is exactly where I was going to go with it. It's like, how many times have you been in the kitchen and you do need help preparing dinner, but it's faster and easier if you just do it yourself. You don't have to articulate it to anyone. So someone comes in and actually offers you help and you're like, no, 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 I've got it. I'm fine, right? And that's the perfect example of, you know, letting them in. But I cut you off, keep going. No, so I think it's like, it doesn't just make life easier. It also connects us to our kids in another way, because we've talked in the past about what it means when we begin to see each other as human beings, right? We see our children as growing, thinking, functioning human beings, and they've come to see us as... As growing, thinking, functioning human beings. as multifaceted human beings, not just a delivery service for their needs. And that's when, and this is why I love having teenagers. This is what I absolutely love about having teenagers because when they begin to see us as human and when they begin to see us as fallible and someone with needs and someone who is looking to them for insight or support, all of a sudden, every conversation is layered with understanding And humor and honesty and vulnerability. And it It might not be every conversation. Not every conversation. Like, hey, asshole, can you put your sneakers away? Can you spell it, please? Yeah, I know. Sorry. A hole. (laughs) But I think there's like a real, and like just in marriage, for those of you who are in a partnership with someone, once you actually begin to say, "I, I need your help, I don't even know how to articulate it, it, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this relationship feels a lot deeper. The same thing happens with kids. And also there's the very simple fact of the hypocrisy piece, which is if you are trying to help the people in your family by giving them advice, like you're sick, you shouldn't exercise, you should sleep more, you should drink lots of fluids and you shouldn't get on an airplane. And then you proceed to ignore all of that advice. The hypocrisy, you know, they do as we do, not as we say. And the hypocrisy in the modeling becomes more and more intense, more and more amplified as they get older. So, you know, shame on us if we don't take care of ourselves, but also then remember, shame on us for not really actually teaching them what Mm -hmm. to do. If you tell them to floss and you don't floss, let me just tell you right now, they're not flossing, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's all kind of the same. And that is what I have felt over the past week. I agree with you. As our kids have gotten older, it's just magic what happens to the relationship. Now, also infuriating sometimes what happens to the relationship. It's mind-boggling sometimes what happens to the relationship. And I I talk to my friends about sort of these moments of when when your kid is being really good at pushing you away and letting you know they need to be an individual. And that's that's different from what we're talking about. So the gist of this piece of advice as we are living it and giving it to each other and giving it to ourselves and sharing it with you is to do the best you can to give advice to others that comes from the heart and that's you know thoughtful and valid and well-meaning and to take that advice for yourself and frankly to prioritize sometimes that advice for yourself 
over the other people in your life so that if you haven't taken a nap when you're sick or maybe you're a meditator or maybe you're an exerciser or maybe you're a gardener or maybe you're a dog walker and that is your peaceful moment and you haven't done that thing for the day and you know your headspace is going to be clouded by the fact that you're irritated. You're irritated you didn't do it and you really wanted to do it and it's your happy place. Do it. Go take care of yourself. Put on your life vest. Vanessa, you have to promise me. Promise me that you will keep telling me because it is really easy advice to hear. It is really hard advice to follow. Yeah. I mean, we've been trained throughout our lives to do everything for everyone at the very best of our abilities. And there's a bit of untraining that needs to be done. And at the same time, we want our kids to build this skill and not have to unlearn it in middle age. That's right. And so one thing I did with my daughter last night, as I was thinking about the upcoming weekend with some very complicated and difficult scheduling, I said to her, I don't think I can do this all for you. Can you help me think through what pieces we can not do or change in order to make this more manageable for me? And we started to talk about it because if I do it all and resent her for it, that's not so great. If I unilaterally decide what I'm going to do and not going to do, that doesn't really involve her in the decision-making and it might not feel so great for her because I haven't explained why I'm unloading certain responsibilities. If you do it all and actually can't do it all and let her down, that becomes a whole other, you know, double whammy. Yes, which I will be reminded of regularly. (laughs) My kids are really good at reminding me of my mess ups. And so that's one example, but I would love for everybody listening to think about one thing that they're doing right now. I don't mean right now in this very second, but today or this week or this month, that's just feeling like too heavy a burden to carry. And to find someone, a partner, a friend, a colleague who they can turn to and say, I got to figure out how to unburden myself with this. Can you help me figure that out? I love that. You know what I'm going to go do now, Vanessa? Take a nap. (laughs) Neti pot. Good. My favorite thing in the world. Go, go neti pot. You know, what's funny. Ozzy's obsessed with neti pots, but he's never actually like seen one or used one. It must be like a TikTok thing, I think. I would love... Neil Meddy, who makes Neti Pot, to sponsor this podcast because you have big fans in the Natterson household. There is a lot of Neti Potting that goes on. There's a lot of sinus infections in the Natterson household. (laughs) Averted sinus infections, usually. Yes. Vanessa, I'm so excited to see you in person next week. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. But only if you're okay to fly. You have to promise to tell me if you're really not well enough to get on a plane. I promise. Thank you. Go Thanks, Nettie Vanessa. Pop. Thanks, Cara. <laughs> we absolutely love hearing your feedback and getting all your questions. So anytime you want to be in touch, email us at thepubertypodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking for great puberty products like the Oom um shorts or the Oom um socks or the Oom um bra, you get the theme there, go to myoomla.com. 
If you want more content, you love what we do on the Puberty Podcast, and you want to have us come speak or learn more about our book or subscribe to our amazing newsletter, The Awkward Roller Coaster, go to orderofmagnitude.co. Remember, it's .co because we don't have enough money to buy .com. Yet. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.